0: If you're not already a fan of Skidmark Show on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, and even our YouTube channel, make sure that you become a fan today. We will be emceeing the Shell Pioneering Performance Booth number 6005 from the SEMA Show in Las Vegas, 2018. Live bands from Lee Rocker, Svet from America's Got Talent, and the Garage Boys with Aaron Hangar plus freebies and celebrity interviews from Joey Logano, NHRA drivers, Leah Pritchett, Antron Brown, Ron Cap, Matt Hagen. And more. Your favorite celebrity TV show personality and car reveals all week long from the Jeff Allen Volvo and many more. Follow Skidmark Show now on our Facebook page, Instagram, and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel too. For digital links to everything Skidmark Show, go to skidmarkshow.com. Download us free on iTunes, SoundCloud, Podbean, Castbox, and anywhere you get your podcast. Skidmark Show, emceeing the pioneering performance booth live from SEMA in Las Vegas, 2018 is coming at you you. soon. Welcome to another life-changing episode of Skidmark Show. If this episode doesn't automatically make you better looking and richer than you were yesterday, we will give you our next episode absolutely free. In fact, we'll give you all of our episodes for free because we're that good. Skidmark Show guarantees that for every episode you listen to, you'll be smarter than you were before, better looking than the ugliest person on your block, and we'll give you shinier, fuller hair too. Except for you, Jeff. That ship is sailed. Seriously, move on. So sit back and feel the awesome of Jeff Alan and Ethan D. flow through your ears and into your soul, because this is the best episode of Skidmark Show we've ever done. Powered by Hey, what's up? This is Neil Sanderson from Three Days Grace, and you are listening to Skidmark Show. Hey, this is Mike Spagnola, Vice President of SEMA, and you're listening to the Skidmark Show. Hey, this is Satchel from Steel Panther, and you're listening to Skidmark Show. Ow! Skidmark Show. It's Ethan D. and Jeff Allen hanging out. How are you, bud? I'm doing well, my friend.
1: I'm doing well. Can you
0: believe it that we got invited to
1: UTI, Universal Technical Institute in Avondale, Arizona?
0: Yeah, it was like one of the coolest things that we've ever gotten to do is walk around and take a tour out there. And it was I mean, it was hot, but it was like awesome getting to do and the welding thing that we did was probably one of the coolest things I've ever done. That little welding practice deal. That was rad. Are you
1: just trying to uh, rub it in a little more or what? Well, yeah, of course I am. Well, all I'm going to say is for a thing where it's in a learning center, I'm not really good with learning centers. You know, right off the bat, you know, it's like, uh, hey, I was just uh, doing everything I could to get out of high school (laughs) and get away from learning centers. But it was cool. I was like, I can actually learn something in here, and it could have been actually fun.
0: Yeah, I thought I would be the one that would have the problem with learning stuff, but apparently I uh, I won that one.
1: Yeah! Oh, we're going back to the Welby page. <laughs> okay, well, so, let's touch on something that was even more fun. Yeah. I love the fact that they had a whole room full of movie bucks, or at least I thought of them as movie bucks. And for those of you listening that don't know exactly what a movie buck is, it's when a studio decides to basically rip off the whole front end of a car so they can mount a camera on the front end of the car and then they can film the lead actors and actresses and, and stunt dogs and everything else in the vehicle as if it's driving down the road. And I thought that was so much fun that you and I reenacted that crucial scene from the Fast and Furious.
0: Now, which uh, which Fast and Furious movie were we reenacting? Because it could have been all of them.
1: Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I think what we did in that crucial scene is we covered basically one through nine. And nine's not even out yet. But I think we already, it's a spoiler.
0: Yeah, no, I think we did a great job. And, and you as Dominic Toretto, uh, you owned that role. I uh, I was Michelle Rodriguez, apparently. You,
1: you did a wonderful job as Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> I don't
0: know if that's a compliment or not. You know what's weird? Have you ever
1: seen an interview with Michelle Rodriguez where she's just being normal?
0: No, I don't think I have. Is there one out there?
1: Yeah, and it, she totally sounds like a sweet lady or whatever, but when she gets in those roles, I think she dives in deep because, I mean, in the Fast and Furious, she came off as like an edgy you know, girl, and she was all you know, tough and bad and all that, and I thought you did a good job portraying that.
0: Maybe. Yep. I, I I think I did okay, and everybody can go to our YouTube channel and our Facebook page and watch one of the clips, but pretty soon we're going to have the full blooper reel and outtakes, because there was a lot of Fast and furious happening there.
1: I could have Fast and Furious all day, I don't we, know about you, but the shifting alone, I mean, if you can't, if you go back to the original Fast and Furious, there must have been like 20 shifts in a quarter
0: mile. Yeah, I think you got up to gear 19, 17, somewhere around there. You know,
1: and you, what the beauty of it all was, Ethan, it was an automatic.
0: <laughs> but you had a nitrous button, too. So it was an automatic with 17 gears, and the nitrous button really kicked in. It was it was great.
1: Yeah, and the nitrous button actually was hidden and looked like a defroster button for all that you guys are looking, <laughs> but it was
0: really a nitrous button. <laughs> it was a secret nitrous button on a, a Toyota Camry. Oh, was that worrying? I think it was a Camry. I used to have one. Since there's many of you out there that are uh, just listening to this, it's an audio podcast, and maybe you haven't seen the beauty spectacular that is the video, maybe we should reenact one of these scenes uh, for everybody out there. You think so?
1: How do we do that?
0: Well, I mean, you started with, I think you shift into like 7th or 8th gear, and then you said, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. And then I said something.
1: And <laughs> then you said, oh, Dominic like, I love you, Dominic. You're the sexiest ball driver. You're, you're faster and furiouser than everybody.
0: And then yeah. you said, yeah, it. bram, bram.
1: Right. Shift again. Shift one more time. And then I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Because you got to say it like, at least twice.
0: Like three Uh, times, I think. I probably did, yeah. You
1: ended with, uh, I I don't know what I should do next.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it got a little awkward because you hit the nitrous, and it whipped my hair back, and it was the thrill of the rush of the quarter-mile race that girded my loins as Michelle Rodriguez, and it was a little awkward.
1: Wow. (laughs) Word word. Word you used right there, the girding of my loins, that really threw me for a loop. But
0: you actually seem
1: like when I hit the next one, you ejected from the car.
0: I uh, I got knocked into the back seat and that oh, didn't yeah. have a back seat. I mean, how could you not be
1: a student at UTI and not reenact that classic scene? I mean, it just lends itself to that. It's so easy. You, and it's right, right there at your disposal.
0: You know what we need to do is next time we go to uh, UTI Avondale or any UTI, because we're, we're going to go back, we should get some of the students and have a contest and have them do a best Fast and Furious off.
1: Ooh, that's a good idea. You know, I was going to say that we should take it to the next level. And each UTI we visit, we reenact a different movie. So, like, the next one we could actually do, like, the chasing from Bullet.
0: Oh, yeah. That'd be a good one. I think at one point we started reenacting some Smokey and the Bandit, but uh, I, the Sally Field role just was I wasn't feeling it as much. So we moved on to Fast and Furious. So we could go do Bullet. Um, yeah. What's another great car chase movie?
1: Well, uh, I mean, there's a bunch of great car shows. So like we could even go back to Starsky and Hutch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you're, you're close. I mean, you're a redhead, but we can pretend you're blonde, and I can put on a fro, and I can be Starsky, and you can be Hutch.
0: Well, and at some point, we got to do Dukes of Hazard.
1: Correct. We'll just have to not do it with the Rebel flag. We can do the Dukes of Hazzard. We could do... We could do Smokey and the Bandit. we just got to maybe work through that a little bit more. Maybe next time, what we do, because you notice that UCI, they actually had a whole diesel division which we got to go in and see the big truck. Right. So maybe you can be Cleetus, and we'll get a hound dog for you. Duke, get, Duke you.
0: get him, Flash.
1: <laughs> That's actually Duke's hazard, but anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was great, man. But no, what's uh, uh, what's his say? Jerry Reed. Oh,
0: it's, yeah. Uh, didn't he... He's mounted down, down, loaded up, yeah. and trucking
1: right i'll meet you to choke compute. yeah so we got this down we can do this that every uti will reenact a new movie
0: yeah and then at some point we're gonna have to do a little bit of knight rider and let the hoff uh come out of us because uh, you know we all got a little bit of hassle hoff in us
1: but bringing up the the hoff for a second that means we need to get some members only jackets before we go
0: yeah i think we can totally do that with uh, a skidmark show and penzoil logos on the sleeves. Yeah, and good. let's do that. And then let's see if we can get some UTI logos on there. We can call up uh, the president and CEO's Kim McWatters. Um, and I actually got to interview her. So we should call her and get some members only jackets with some UTI patches on it and see if she's down with that. Right.
1: Yeah, definitely. Are we going to play the interview for all of our fans?
0: I think we should. She's such a wonderful, nice lady. And she runs such an amazing organization like UTI that we should just go ahead and play the interview.
1: Hit the tape, brother.
0: Hi, it's Ethan D from Skidmark Show, and we are live at UTI in one of the shops here, the Universal Technical Institute, with the President and CEO, Kim McWaters, and we're gonna have some fun in the shop. So if it gets a little loud, that's part of the fun here. How are you, Kim?
2: I'm doing great, thanks for having me today.
0: Thanks for joining us. You are the President and CEO of UTI. You started here as a part-time receptionist, and you worked your way up. How how did you go from there to, to where you are today? Tell that story.
2: Well, you know, I needed a summer job, and my uncle happened to know the founder of the company, and he really liked Universal Technical Institute. And so he said, just do the job. Go there for the summer, and so I answered phones for the summer, and during that period of time, I got to meet all of these students and their families, and I was hooked within 90 days. Yeah, It was just, I could see the difference the education in our company made for, uh, for students and their families, it was life changing, and so that becomes a little addictive. Yeah. And so um, I've been here ever since.
0: That's awesome. Thirty-five
2: years. I've never worked anywhere else in my life.
0: Is that was that the first job you had?
2: That was my first job.
0: Wow. Yes. But that just goes to show you the strength of UTI that someone like you can start here and stay here, and most of the employees do.
2: You know, um, that's that's true, I, and I I love that story, but I think it speaks to passion when you love what you're doing and I think that's true of all of our students and employees here time flies when you're having fun and um, I just feel very fortunate
0: I bet you do. Um, what all different jobs have you done here? I mean you started as part-time receptionist you're president and CEO so let's just know that's your favorite but what else have you done in the interim?
2: Well after I left the switchboard and as a receptionist I moved into the admissions office and I actually had to use a typewriter but had never taken a business class in my life So I learned to type and um, I helped all of our admissions representatives who are across the country helping students determine whether or not this is a good career path for them. And then I worked in marketing and advertising and my mission there was to really change stereotypes about technical education and to get industry involved so that people understood the. the real value that comes from technical training and that the career paths were anything but the stereotypes that existed in everyone's mind. So we needed to convince parents and and teachers that this is a good path for students.
0: It's awesome and uh, one of the things that I loved, we were taking a tour uh, yesterday of the whole place and it seemed like every step we took into every little nook and cranny there was another sign, more evidence of how UTI puts those barriers to entry down for the students. You do everything from giving them gas cards to get to school to helping them with uh, outfits for interviews. I mean, you, you are here for these students from day one until they have that career.
2: That's so true. You know, it's, it's not just about gaining the technical competencies, it's about professionalism, maturity. And confidence and so sometimes people just need a little boost um, (laughs) and they need a little encouragement and sometimes that comes in the form of words and sometimes it comes in the form of a gas card Uh, (laughs) but we're we're here to help people pursue their dreams and so whatever we can do on any front to help students achieve that we're here for them
0: I, I think everybody that's ever been a part of UTI can tell we interviewed one of the students yesterday and he was probably the greatest ambassador for the school ever. He just he he shined with how great this place is for the students, and so it shows the great work you're doing. And I thank you for that for these for these folks.
2: Absolutely, it's it's our pleasure. You know, when you see people who have a gift and a talent that may not be recognized in traditional academic environments and um, in high school or grade school, and to just see that confidence and this recognition of I can do that. Mm-hmm. They're brilliant and to give them a space like this to live and learn and then make a career out of it, so rewarding.
0: Now you yourself actually went to the University of Phoenix. So you are a Phoenix lady, I guess uh, tried and true, right? Yes. That's awesome and then you've been here the whole time and you've made your way up to uh, CEO and president and one of the top women CEOs in all of Arizona and has that Can you personally tell if that's encouraged other women to get involved in UTI?
2: Well, you know, it's a good question because most of the time I I spend my days working with more men than women. Mm -hmm. And I'm passionate about helping women get into this trade as well as learning how to navigate you know, the career ladder. And so outside of work, I do work with other women uh, in organizations, Fresh Start Women's Foundation, to try to show them it's possible. And at the core of that is really about believing in yourself, Mm -hmm. your purpose, and to let your passion power it, regardless of what your career path is. And so I do use this, you know, the, the story and the role and the opportunity to help others because at the core, that's what I'm about and that's what our company is about. So we might as well spread the love.
0: Yeah, well you can tell on the face of everybody here at UTI that they really enjoy being here. And that all comes from the top down, which is you. The students love it, the instructors love it. The way you take care of the instructors as well is just fantastic. How do you find these instructors? They're some of the best in the business and they love being here and they wouldn't want to go anywhere else.
2: You know, I love our instructors. These guys and gals are amazing. They are heroes to our students. They've been there and done that and they show what's possible. And oftentimes, it's the first time a teacher has ever paid attention to one of our students and what they're great at and recognize that, and so I, I just I'm I'm so proud of our instructors and uh, the difference that they make for so many people and that they're willing to share their own journey and uh, help remove those barriers or help give students a lift, and so um, hopefully the brand you know spreads and I think it's true of our students and all of our people here is that. Deep down, we want to pay it forward. We want to give back. And the way that our instructors give back is by sharing their knowledge and experience that they've had in the field. And, you know, if you talk to our students, they may come here for a lot of reasons. But at the end of the day, they say it's the instructors that made this place worth coming to.
1: We did have a sick pad while we were out there in Avondale.
0: Oh, yeah, we did once we found it because uh, we got this really cool place that was actually on... Uh, the foothills of a, of a mountain, and so we could see all of Phoenix, and we had this giant, like mansion, like pad that was that came with centipedes and centimeters.
1: Yeah, that was pretty interesting, right? The first night we were there, we ran across what appeared to be a uh, centimeter, turned out to be <laughs> a centipede. And for all the uh, listeners that are wondering what in the world we're talking about, <laughs> Megan actually discovered this insect. Is it an insect? It, it's, yeah, sure. It's okay. bug-like. I'll go with it. It was some kind of bug creeping yep. across the floor. And she said, you know, it's one of them centimeters. <laughs> 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 so now it's like a joke every time we see one. Uh, but, you know, it was a good thing we uh, we had to get rid of that dude because he could have Screwed up some people.
0: Yeah, but we had this really, really sick, I mean, despite the one centimeter, we had this really sick house. There's a video tour on our Facebook page that I did, but it was just, it, it was pimping. You know, for for guys like us that are uh, fast and furious in the world, we had a, a pimping pad when we went to the Avondale, and it was pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, it was. It was definitely a baller pad. If you, if you can imagine, it was U-shaped, or if you turned it over sideways, it'd be like C-shaped. Yep. Or upside down would have been N-shaped. But basically, you could go from like you could eat breakfast and watch the sunset. But then you could roll over the other side was like a uh, like a theater room. Yep. And then a living area was in the middle. It, it almost needed a pool, though.
0: I was I thought it had one when I first got there. I thought that there was one in the back, and then it didn't. And so I was uh, I was about to dig one, but I thought um, the owners of the house might not uh, like that.
1: Right, and then. Uh, Upstairs was majority of the bedrooms and they were pretty epic. I mean, the whole pad was really killer. I mean, it all, that that house Um, I don't know what its zip code was in in relation to everything, but it almost looked like, you know, a multi-million dollar mansion in Scottsdale. It it looked like it belonged in Scottsdale
0: anyway. It did, and you have to describe to everybody because uh, I saw it when I first got to the house. Uh, I saw it, and of course, you and Megan um, had the big master suite because everybody else there is single, so you guys get the big suite. And it had this, like, Roman bath bathroom with columns and stuff in your master suite that was just epic
1: yeah you should have gone in the shower though because there was like cherubs on the ceiling which was a little freaky you know when you're so yeah.
0: there was like you strange little
1: guys that don't know what cherubs are they're naked babies with wings I think
0: so there was naked babies watching you shower and that's not creepy at all
1: <laughs> it was a little different to me I'm telling you right now it's like I looked up and I go, oh, okay, that's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go to the restaurant, though. How about that first restaurant we did that night? What was it
0: called? Rustler's Roost? Yeah, Rustler's Roost, the one with the the sawdust floor and the live band and the slide. Well, not only the slide, but how
1: about the uh, magician? Yep. Rattlesnake. Everybody's got to eat rattlesnake. Yep. And then then on top of it, we had the balloon dude.
0: We had the balloon dude, and we actually had a a longhorn-type steer out in front. And it was this weird, like, uh, Carlsbad Caverns cave-like entrance where you thought you were going hunting for the old miners' gold down in the back 40.
1: Wow, that's good, dude. I almost felt like I was in Disneyland waiting for the... The runaway mind train. See? Can you do that again? Uh, you you get,
0: get ready for the old mind train, but don't you, young whippersnappers, go touching my gold because I need that for my tefaces, because they're all rotten to the core. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, have you been practicing that
1: or did you just rip that off the cuff?
0: I think I just ripped that off the cuff. So either I need to re up my medication or I need to get a second job as a voiceover artist. Awesome.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? We had an interview with Jennifer for Tech Force Foundation. Remember her?
0: Yeah, yeah. She was awesome.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. And so I had a really good in-depth interview with Jennifer from Tech Force Foundation, and we you know, kind of dove into what it's all about and uh, the support they give to these students because, you know, everybody that's ever been out on their own, I mean, the first time it was scary for me. Ethan, is, are you out on your own yet?
0: Uh, Yeah, you could say that.
1: Uh, Okay, cool. Well, anyway, you know how, you know, when you get out on your own, you're like, you, you try to, maybe you try to budget well, maybe try to think how things go, but life throws you curveballs. And sometimes you are out of gas money or you can't do your laundry or there's all, well,
0: I always say I can't do my laundry. I guess that's really not a curveball. But yeah, that's more about be us being lazy people. than it is about finances.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Tech Sports Foundation will step in and help students get back on their feet and uh, make sure that they don't have any of these problems and keep them in school so they can graduate and go on to be great human beings.
0: And it's such a great program that we really need to share it with everybody, so let's get Jennifer on the show right now. You got it.
3: Hey, guys, it's Skidmark show. Jeff Allen reporting live. I'm like a roving reporter today. Right smack dab in the middle of UTI Avondale. If you haven't seen this facility, it is epic. The students are so passionate about what they're doing. And my first guest today, Jennifer Maher, CEO and executive director of TechForce Foundation. Jennifer, how are you doing today?
4: I'm well. Thanks so much for having me here.
3: Isn't it cool to be amongst all this? I mean, I almost feel like I need to put this mic down and grab a wrench.
4: Absolutely. It's like all the kids are in their, you know, sweet spot of working with their hands and doing what they love.
3: Yeah. Well, let's talk about TechForce for a minute because your foundation is epic. I got to tell you, first and foremost, the message that you're getting out there, I want all you Skidmarks fans and everybody else that's not a Skidmarks fan that will soon be to listen to this because you're not going to want to miss what this lady's doing.
4: Awesome, thanks.
3: Yeah, so tell us about it. Tell us about what Tech Force is exactly about. What's the foundation about? It?
4: Yeah, well we're a 501c3, which just means we're a nonprofit and we're really the champions of technicians, both working techs as well as future techs. And the reality is, is we need technicians.
3: You're not kidding, that's a growing industry that has just kind of been overlooked lately.
4: Absolutely, well I mean for for decades now, our country has said every kid needs to go to a four year university and get a degree. And, and, And the reality is, is That's great for some kids, but not everybody needs to go to a four-year university. But we've really kind of sent this message out like that's the only road to success. But the reality is, is technical education is a really good path for a lot of people. And those who love working with their hands and they love problem solving and fixing things and making them work, we need them in this country to keep America rolling. So the reality is a one-year, two-year school, technical school, is what they need to be able to catapult them into a great career.
3: Let me tell you something, Jennifer, just in the last two days here at UTI, I think I've spent more time in the classroom than I ever did in high school. <laughs> and one of the main reasons before that was because... Looking forward to high school, I was such a car guy from early on, right. I was looking forward to shop class. Right. I was look- looking forward to automotive class. And by the time I got to high school, guess what? It wasn't there. No. No.
4: No, we've destroyed the shop classes. when we're telling kids, sit in your chair. Yeah. Don't move. Don't touch. But that is not the way a lot of people are wired. I mean, the reality is there's people who learn with their, their eyes. There's people who learn with their ears. So we talk about visual or audible learners. But almost a third of all people are wired to learn tactilely, meaning touching and feeling and working with their hands. But schools aren't set up that way. And no, so that's why we're miserable in high school.
3: That's why, <laughs> that's why I was miserable in high school and probably why I didn't attend too much of it. <laughs> and when San Diego State University came in, not to name drop, and they told me, they said, you only need a 2.8 to qualify right. to go to our school. That's what I shot for because I was miserable in school. And my dad just recently came to me the other day um, at a dinner that we're having he said you know i should have pulled you out of school earlier and i should have just put you in the shop yeah. doing what you love to do well
4: and that's why so. it's great that so many kids find their way to a universal technical institute where they can get a post-secondary education but it's one that fits them and they're up and they're about and yes there's some classroom work but most of it is hands-on you're working with the engine you're working with the cars and you're doing what you love and what you're really naturally great at And so then it's like, we got employers left and right who need qualified techs, but there's not enough of them. The reality is, is we literally have a workforce shortage and people can't find the qualified techs that they need. So that's what TechForce is doing these days is we're putting together what we call the future tech success campaign, right? Which is how do we actually celebrate future techs? How do we get the industry's resources? so that your shop class that's now disappeared can come back and be thriving? How do we get industry to say, hey, let's donate vehicles and lifts and things that are left over that they don't need anymore but are in great shape? Well, get them to high school kids.
3: And I think it's a great job that TechForce is doing as far as awareness goes. Sure. Because I, until just yesterday, was unaware of exactly what's going on here at UTI, Yeah. for example. So it's. It's overwhelming. Once you take a tour of the campus, you see the excitement on everybody's faces, the things that are going on. We stop one student in there. He's eight weeks away from graduation. He knows what he wants to do, where he wants to work, and he knows that the sky's the limit. Guys, you can do whatever you want to do and don't let anybody tell you any different. And in this industry, you can write your own reader, you can write your own paycheck.
1: That's right.
4: And
3: people don't realize how much money these technicians can make.
4: Absolutely. If you're good and you're willing to work hard, like in any career, you can do really well. And the reality is as TechForce, we provide scholarships and grants because sometimes students do need help financially making it all happen and so they do apply to us and we have tuition we have strong start which is a relocation grant but we also have life happens because wait sometimes a life strong happens.
3: start that's yeah. awesome
4: yeah because there's a lot of times a student wants to go to a uti or another college another school and it's far away and so how do they save the cash to actually relocate so you've got to be able to get there in order to make it happen but nice. then you also have life happens Right? So you're working hard, you're doing your studies, you're doing everything right, and something comes up where you need to come up with $400 cash. Well, for a lot of students, that might be this month's rent. So we don't want to lose a future tech because of a $400 hiccup. Right. Right? And so the industry has to bond together and say, hey, look, you know, here are the pot bulls kids fall into. We can't derail a kid's education and have a future qualified hire because we ignored them over that $400 hiccup. We need to help get them through. So that's what we do.
0: You know, I got to say, we spent uh, quite a few days there at the UTI campus. And one of the coolest things that I learned, and I think we said this in the video, is that no matter who you talk to there, they are so focused on helping every single student, not just succeed throughout their program, but to actually get a real career once they graduate that you you don't get that at most big colleges and universities because you're just another number at UTI. They really are focused on every student, not just succeeding, but going on and becoming a full employed person and productive member of society. And it's really, really cool.
1: Yeah, it's kind of cool that they take you from induction, from classes. You go through the process and you advance and then they help place you in jobs. And what I thought was cool is remember we went in there and there was that that big, I want to call it a kiosk, but it was huge. And you could go touch on what state you wanted to work in. It told you how many jobs are currently available, what they were, what the dealership or what the organization was that was hiring. And I thought that was interesting. And it was really helpful because you could go from that and take all that information and then you knew where to apply.
0: Yeah, and they, they actually had, UTI had connections with a lot of these places. So when you saw that there was a job there, you could kind of click on the thing, auto-apply, and then go, oh, UTI is sending the student our way. So you already have a foot in the door, which is more than a lot of people who just randomly send an application in. So that's really, really helpful.
1: The other thing I want to give out as far as a shout-out to UTI goes is the fact that as, looking from the outside in, you know, and I've, I ran dealerships for years, and I were, I worked for Ford. I worked for General Motors, I worked for Toyota, Mitsubishi, uh, I worked for quite a few. So looking at that from the standpoint of that, you know, it's not just going to a classroom and learning something. Like when we would walk into what they called a classroom, I felt like oftentimes I was dropped right into a Chevy dealership service department. I mean, they literally immerse you into an environment that you're going to get once you graduate. And I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, not only that, they even had a full part store in the campus in UTI.
1: Yeah, with the counter and a guy working it. Yeah. The whole time. I was so impressed with that. I was like, whoa, hey, this is interesting because it, it, it's really going to give them real world experience. So when they walk out of UTI and they walk into that first day on the job, there's going to be some sort of familiarity to everything. And I think that's really cool. You know, that's missing missing in high school. I would have liked to be more familiar.
0: Yeah. And as somebody who spent eight years at a university and should be a doctor, but am not, I would just like to say it's nice to go to a place where they actually care about the students from start to finish and after. And that's something you just don't get a lot of places. But at UTI, they really I mean, I should be a doctor, but they they took my money and they said, "Okay, you're done. Go away. UTI will actually help you get a job and, and build a life. And that's pretty damn rad.
1: I think if it took you eight years at UTI they would have told you to go away too. Well if it took me eight years
0: at UTI yeah, probably. So yeah. No, they they would have just I would have been an expert in everything. And one of the greatest things about our adventure there was that it was all spearheaded by a very dear friend of ours uh, at Pennzoil, Nancy Bruner, who was big into everything Penzoil and with UTI. And she's like, you know what? Skidmark Show needs to come check this out and take a tour and meet these people. And we did. And so, of course, we got to get Nancy on the show, too.
1: Yeah, this is the first time in three years and 80 something episodes of Skidmark Show that we've actually got Nancy Bruner on the show. And she's our favorite person ever. Yeah, well, she was the first person to get behind Skidmark's show and say, this is something we want to be involved in. And I think it's awesome that we have our interview.
0: Yeah, if we hadn't called it Skidmark's show, it would probably be the Nancy Bruner podcast.
1: (laughs) You better hit (laughs) play.
0: Hi, it's Ethan D from Skidmark Show, here at Universal Technical Institute, in the shop where the action really happens, despite what everybody else says. This is where it's going down. And I'm with one of my favoriteest people in the world, Nancy Bruner, Director of Influencer Marketing for Shell and Pennzoil. How are you loving our time at UTI?
5: I love being at UTI, Ethan. It's one of the favorite places for me to come. It's one of my favorite parts of my job, and it's a privilege for me to represent Shell to be here to celebrate Student Appreciation Day for Universal Technical Institute at the Avondale campus. You know, Shell has a passion about keeping the pipeline of qualified technicians full for the industry. And we all know that without qualified technicians, the entire country comes to a stop. What better place to find qualified technicians than right here at UTI, in one of their 13 campus locations, Avondale, where not only do you get graduates that have the hard skills, the technical skills, but you get graduates that have a work ethic and character. Thank you.
0: I want to say thank you, Nancy, because of the influencer marketing program that you head up. I've been able to be a part of this and see all the wonderful work <laughs> at UTI. Does and we so. get
5: to hang out together exactly. all the time, we get to which party. is awesome.
0: Okay, next time we yep. got to go to one of the graduation parties for UTI. I hear they're the bomb.
5: That works. All right, and we'll do that. And maybe we can even speak.
0: Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. We're here at UTI with Skidmark Show and Nancy Bruner. Shell and Pennzoil have an amazing partnership with UTI. Yes. How do you guys help them do their job?
5: It's easy to help them do their job because there's so much that we can do to help them. We provide product to them for one thing, but that's easy, okay? Any oil and gas company can provide products. So we do provide Pennzoil for the personal automotive side of the house, and we provide Shell Rotella for the diesel side of the house. But beyond that, we all know that uh, going to school, you have to have tuition. Um, Shell is committed to providing funding, tuition, and a number of ways for students who come to school at Universal Technical Institute. We also like to make sure that once students are here, that they're able to stay in school. We all know, any of us that have worked our way through school know that life can happen and sometimes there's an emergency. So Shell makes available to students, no application needed, prepaid gas cards and prepaid Visa cards for them to use for whatever emergency that they have in life to help them stay in school. Beyond that, we get to do really cool things, like bring you, Ethan yeah. D, and the Skid Marks team to a student appreciation day, where we can celebrate the students, the future technicians, and we can celebrate the instructors, the true heroes yes. of Universal Technical Institute. Where would we be without our teachers? It's true. Right. So, it's a privilege to be here, and Shell cannot do enough to support Universal Technical Institute.
0: Well next time we have a Student Appreciation Day, yep. or at one of the graduation parties, I think we need a Pennzoil partnered slip and slide, where we get some oil down there and just the I, students go to town. I think
5: that's a great idea. So? so? not only do we get our hands a little greasy, we get everything a little... Exactly. Okay, you know, works. it's that been so
0: today. hot out here in the desert, we can cool down a little bit, I heard don't you, you think? Were,
5: I heard you were on a slide at dinner last night, so okay. <laughs> I get it. Where this is coming from? Okay.
0: The director of influencer marketing for Shell and oil, Nancy Bruner, live at Universal Technical Institute with Skidmark Show.
5: Thank you, Ethan.
0: Thank you. So one of the main reasons that they actually had us out there was because every time that they have one of these uh, sessions of classes, which are not like a normal university where you have a semester and then a semester, um, but every time they have a set of classes, they always have a student appreciation day. And they didn't just want to go, hey, we appreciate you students. Here's some free ice cream. They threw a party. And so they had us out there on the stage doing giveaways. They had our friends with Barrett Jackson out there. They had a bunch of cars. It was a huge party for these guys.
1: Yeah, and it was pretty cool to see the uh, interaction. I mean, it was hot. It was 108 degrees out there. Yeah, And for a lot of these students, uh, I know for myself, if I would have been a student, I probably would have wanted to stay in the shade next to the ice cream truck. But they were out there interacting. They were having a good time. They were really into the cars that were there and on display. Uh, Skidmark showed. They were just digging the stage. We had the tree up there, the drag racing tree for all you guys that are out there. Come out there for your reaction time. We were giving out fuel cards, shirts. I mean it was an epic party.
0: Yeah, and it was a it was a long nonstop line of those guys um coming by and getting some autographs, pictures, and skidmark show t-shirts from us. They were really into it, and we had a blast being there and meeting all of them because it was just a really cool event.
1: No doubt. And we had Barry Jackson out there, and we also had our friends from Bondora that brought out a Hellcat and a Demon. Yep. So we had like, you know, bookends on both sides of the stage. And uh, it was just cool to see these kids so excited and so willing to sit down and talk cars, talk about their enthusiasm level. We met that one kid in the Chevrolet, uh, you know, dealership parts or uh, service department, I want to say, you know, the mock-up of the service department. He already knew what store he wanted to go to, where he was going to work when he graduated. I mean, it was the best thing in the world was UCI for that kid.
0: Yeah, and we also met uh, the best welder that was there at the time was a young lady, too, when she was just kicking all the guys' butts. So that was pretty cool to have her come up on stage and, and have some fun with the tree, too.
1: Yeah, and wasn't it interesting that they were teaching welding, but a lot of the welding they were teaching, like, these guys can go out and weld up a battleship.
0: Oh, yeah. You were yeah,
1: the, the top. not just like fabricating welding around the shop. These guys were learning a skill set they could go out and they could build a battleship they could build a skyscraper and of course they could fabricate some parts for a car
0: absolutely and uh they could also write uh my initials on everything because i showed them how to do an amazing d i'm just going to put that out but right. Be-
1: before we go out on the show ladies and gentlemen i want you all to go view the video okay because even if i explained it to you on this audio podcast you're not going to get the gist of it but i'm going to tell you right now my J A was pretty darn spot on, it was, and it was in the it was in the middle of what they call the coupon, which I call metal plate. They called it the coupon, right? But your D, I'm saying you did do a great job in the flow of the D, but you almost ran off the coupon.
0: Well, I mean, the e, my E was a little sketchy. My D was spot oh, on. A little sketchy? L- a little sketchy. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was an independent judge who was the head of the welding department who decided to crown me the king for life.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Give our show, ladies and gentlemen. I've heard enough of Ethan T and all his... <laughs> Parading around is number one, and <laughs> King is, you're probably wearing a crown, aren't you, right now? Absolutely. So and gentlemen, tune in to see the video. You be the judge who's the real winner, winner, chicken dinner, and be sure to check out our next episode in a few weeks.
0: Yeah, go to our uh, our, our YouTube and our Facebook page, watch that video, and comment on who you think the real winner is. Because I want it. You know, it's our listeners whose decision is actually the most important. You got it skidmark show you can download us for free on itunes soundcloud podbean Castbox. of course follow us on our social media facebook and on instagram and start our youtube channel we're just starting to put videos up there so find us anywhere and everywhere on the internet and stay tuned because we're going to start coming to you live from las vegas and sema again it's skidmark show thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next time If you're not already a fan of Skidmark Show on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, and even our YouTube channel, make sure that you become a fan today. We will be emceeing Michelle Pioneering Performance Booth number 6005 from the SEMA Show in Las Vegas 2018. Live bands from Lee Rocker, Svet from America's Got Talent, and the Garage Boys with Aaron Hangar, Plus freebies and celebrity interviews from Joey Logano, NHRA drivers Leah Pritchett, Antron Brown, Ron Caps, Matt Hagen, and more. Your favorite celebrity TV show personality and car reveals all week long from the Jeff Allen Volvo and many more. Follow Skidmark Show now on our Facebook page Instagram and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel too. For digital links to everything Skidmark Show go to skidmarkshow.com. Download us free on iTunes, SoundCloud, Podbean, CastBox and anywhere you get your podcast. Skidmark Show emceeing the pioneering performance booth live from SEMA in Las Vegas 2018 is coming at you soon. Skidmark Show, it's your favorite one-night stand with no walk of shame the day after. Stream us, download us, like us, share us, and give us five-star reviews everywhere you go. Skidmark Show, powered by Pizzle.